0: to Responsibly Authentic, the podcast about digging into our emotions with biblical truths. Thank you for joining us. My name is Christine and I am your host. I am a wife, mother, daughter, and friend. I've struggled with my emotions over the years, both controlling my emotions and taking responsibility for my emotions. I started writing my own Bible study to dig deeper into my emotions, and now I want to share it. The format of our podcast is always going to be the same. We have a weekly emotion that we focus on, And a weekly reading taking us through the Bible in one year. The website is responsiblyauthentic.com. As well, our Instagram and Facebook can be found by the handle responsiblyauthentic. This is week one, which is published on January 3rd, 2001. Our emotion this week is vindictive. And we're reading through Genesis 1 through 25. That's chapters 1 through 25. And our verse this week is Genesis 4, 24. In order to understand more about what vindictive means or vindictiveness, I want to share this as an adjective. It means disposed or inclined to revenge, or vengeful, or proceeding from or showing a revengeful spirit. And to really understand it, we want to look at some sentiments. So there's cool, malicious, spiteful, hateful resentful retaliatory and unforgiving let's dig in a little bit further into how the format works each week we will start with a prayer we'll do an emotional deep dive and this is where i really share something authentic about myself and get very vulnerable with you we then go into a study and then a closing prayer and our homework so father god Please give me the strength to start this study in your word. Give me the sight to see what you want me to see in your word. It is powerful and gives me guidance and capacity to overcome. Over the next year with your guidance, I look forward to uncovering my motivation and clearing some of the junk in my head. My goal this year is to be a better and happier me through your encouragement and counsel. I praise you for your power and might which blesses me daily. I want to share something that's really kind of embarrassing to me, and so sometimes what I'm going to be sharing with you is very or deeply personal. Sometimes it's a little less personal, Um, but each week I'll share something of myself where I really struggle with this emotion and how it's maybe causing me a life that I don't really um, either enjoy living or I'm not proud of, so to go into our emotional deep dive this week. Uh, It's really, vindictiveness is an unpleasant feeling for me, and I hate to say it, but it rears its ugly head more than I'd like. When I feel wronged, whether there was a, a real wrong or a perceived wrong, I immediately go to this place of vindictiveness. I strike like a snake, and usually I regret what I say. I think, I'll show them, and then I can't believe I did it. Again, it's usually not intentional, it's reactional. A shroud of anger is usually connected to the feeling, and so it makes me wonder: Am I stressed or angry? Am I assuming someone else's intent? Um, am I assuming that someone is wronging me? Really, what is my motivation in this? Why am I pushing these feelings and giving them legs? Uh, so that's where I struggle with vindictiveness, but now I want you to pause and ask yourself, what's your authentic truth? Where do you struggle with this? And then we will pick up after you take some notes or think through this. Okay, we're going to dive into the study. Um, At some point during the week, please do read the verses, Genesis 1 through 25. That's going to give you a basis of what the study is about. Uh, we are going to dig into that in the study and see well, what does God say? What does the Bible say about this behavior or this emotion? And um, what do we need to do to correct it? Or sometimes we need to find out what's under that emotion. Uh, so I'm going to dive right in. The book of Genesis offers up so many instances of vindictive behavior. One thing is certain from the time that man was evicted from the garden, the human feelings of vindiction came to the surface. Wars are breaking up everywhere. Sari's anger towards Hagar, and of course, Cain's ultimate vindictive behavior against Abel. Vindictive is an adjective describing either a person or action, all in relation to vengeance or vengefulness. Vengeance is the infliction of harm or humiliation on another as a way to get back at that person for perceived or actual harm or hurt. We see that harm by another could be physical, it could be mental. It could be actual and let's face it, sometimes it can be perceived and sometimes that's where I struggle. So let's look at Genesis to see where vindictive behavior can lead. We're all aware of the story of Cain and Abel. We learn about it in our youth. Cain was the firstborn; Abel the youngest. Those of us with siblings may have experienced sibling issues, sibling rivalry, who gets mom's attention, who's getting dads, and all those thoughts and feelings or not feeling good enough at any period of time, they all go through our minds. I imagine that both Cain and Abel felt these feelings, and why wouldn't they? They are human after all. God's word in Genesis 4 states that Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. After the boys became men and began to make their own sacrifices to God, They chose their toils the offering to which they would honor God so Cain brought some fruits um, and that's in the NIV it just says some fruits Um, in NASB or the ESV version it says fruit of the ground there's no specifics or types in verse three however Abel brought the firstborn of his flock and per the NIV the fat portions of the firstborn Abel made the greater sacrifice and for that, God was pleased because Abel did his best. Now Cain felt jealousy. And how often have we felt jealousy? The jealousy was not for material things, instead it was for the love and accolades his brother received. And haven't we all been there? We were, we didn't really do our best, or maybe we thought we did, but we fell short. Someone else did do their best and they received the praise. We feel dejected, not good enough, maybe we feel angry not at ourselves, but at the other person. But why, why can't we be happy for the other person, for what they created and celebrate them and look at ourselves and consider what we could have done better? Maybe it's just easier to blame others. Think back to a time where you may have been passive for something, maybe it was a promotion, maybe it was a date, maybe it was being chosen on a team for dodgeball as a child. Put yourself back in that moment, knowing what you know now about how life turned out, what would you say to your younger self? Thank goodness that promotion did not happen would the hours have been worth the pay? That man was not the man I was meant to partner with? And dodgeball, really? It's kind of a moot point now. So who became president based on the order that they were chosen in dodgeball anyway? What is true is that you were already chosen by God before your birth, you are loved by God and others exactly as you are, exactly as you are today. You are exactly where you need to be and you are learning the lessons that you were meant to learn. My vindictive feelings usually rear their head when I'm tired or feeling unattractive, or let's face it, the week before my period. I'm usually weak in spirit at these times. My resolves are down. Some perceived slight happens, and boom! Usually before I can control it, my ugly words or behavior strike like a snake. I can imagine Cain felt this way. He toiled. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for blowing it in the Garden of Eden working the ground, pulling the weeds, furrowing the soil, all back and breaking work versus watching the flock and bringing them to water and field to eat. All these menacing thoughts going through his head. Abel has it so easy, he must think. Abel's the youngest and always gets his way. We've all been there. And then the dreadful happens with Cain. He loses it. More than cutting someone off in traffic, Cain sees red and kills his brother. While we think we would never do that, have your words ever cut so sharp that the other person felt the knife? You may have thought, so there, as you push the knife of your words. Think through any time on social media that you may have sliced and diced with your words, or maybe your spouse, uh, boyfriend or girlfriend, child or friend, may have been on the bad side of your anger or frustration. We've all been there, and Cain went there. And we know that Cain was marked for life because of it. However, sometimes we're marked for what we say. Words and actions cannot be taken back. You may feel like a failure for what you've done or how others perceive you. Let that go. Breathe. Know that God's love surrounds you. God sent his son to forgive you. God knows our hearts are vindictive. God decided to shorten the lifespan of those on earth to 120 years while Noah was building the ark. God gave his people time to repent and remove the evil in their hearts, and nobody responded but Noah and his family. And that's in Genesis 6 1 through 13. So we can't change the past, but we can improve our future. When I feel like saying something nasty or when a thought comes into my mind, I need to stop, point out that feeling I'm feeling, and dig deeper. Why am I feeling this way? Am I tired? Frustrated? Premenstrual? Do I feel slighted or unloved? Do I feel like my feelings are not being valued? Stop right there and say a prayer, asking God to let us let this go release this anger and feel the love that God has in store for us so at this time I'm going to stop and pause for a bit this is a chance for you to take any notes from what you just heard and then we'll come back welcome back Uh, so with that we always want to do a little bit of homework to understand where are these feelings where's this emotion coming from So our homework this week is to forgive or give grace to somebody. Give grace to a parent, grandparent for a time when they were doing their best, but it may have fallen short. Give grace to yourself because you're trying your best. Life is not easy and we all need grace. And forgiveness is really just a part of learning and growing. So I'd like to say one thing before we go into our final prayer. Um, And that is, I am not a counselor, I'm not a therapist, I am licensed in no way. I am simply just someone who discovered that my emotions were taking over and taking control of my life. Um, If you need to reach out to somebody, please do reach out to a therapist or counselor who can help you and guide you. Um, We are not in this alone. You can reach out to me anytime at contact at responsiblyauthentic.com or on our website. Um, You are not alone in this. You are enough. You are in the right place at the right time to be learning the lessons that you're learning today. And it's not easy. Just know that you have support. So, Father God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me when I choose to be disagreeable in spite of my choice to be ugly. And please forgive this choice, this behavior. Most of all, Father, live in me. Breathe your calm in me. Help me recognize these feelings and accept exhale through them. Lord, you have the power to help me through this and your love for me is so strong that I can feel it through my days. I'm blessed and my trust in you is solid. Please watch over me and protect my heart from feelings of vindictiveness. Amen. Goodbye everyone. We'll talk next week.